This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Whoa, uh, hold on. Uh, my guest is halfway out the door. Come on. Come on. Seriously? Now you're leaving? After I've started recording? What about a sticker? Okay. Okay, here's a sticker. Sorry, guys. Let me explain. My guest today, if she sticks around, is a cat named Daria. And just to paint a mental picture for you, she has gray fur. She's kind of poofy. She has bright green eyes. And she's, well, she's, she's grumpy looking. Well, you are, Daria. You're, you're scowling at me right now. Daria is one of my cat's best friends, but they don't see each other that much because Daria doesn't really like to try new things. She likes to stick to her routines. That's why it was so hard to get her to agree to come today. And now she's here and she's trying to leave before I've even told the story. Look, Daria, I asked you here for a reason. I really think this story might inspire you to, you know, say yes to some things once in a while. Daria is giving me a very skeptical look. All right, well, just stay. Please just stay and listen. And if you don't like the story, you never have to come back. Okay, for now, she's staying put. All right, guys, let's listen to our story. Brambleton says yes. Remember... There are no pictures. You have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Brambleton didn't even hear the no come out of his mouth. It just slipped out like an exhalation. Brambleton took another bite of his barbecued dandelion stem. His cousin Delphine was talking again, but Brambleton was distracted by a butterfly. You gotta try it sometime. Leafboarding is all the rage, Brambleton. Then he heard it. But it's cool. I know you never say yes to anything. I just thought I'd ask. I know you never say yes to anything. Yes to anything. Yes to anything. The words stung Brambleton's antennae. Delphine was still talking, but Brambleton was suddenly lost in his own thoughts. I know you never say yes to anything. Brambleton was at his family's annual reunion. It was a veritable sea of beetles, all skittering about, sharing the latest family gossip in hushed tones. I never say yes to anything? Is that true? Brambleton wondered to himself. He tried to think back to the last time he had said yes to something, accepted an invitation, or went on some kind of adventure. Oh! He thought back with pride to several weeks prior, when he'd said yes to... Oh, wait a second. He'd backed out of that at the last minute. Oh, but then there was that thing a few weeks before that. He definitely RSVP'd yes for, oh, mm, but then he changed his RSVP to no after learning that it wouldn't even start until nine. 
Brambleton liked to be in his pajamas by 8.30. No exceptions. But I have a sparkling personality, he thought to himself. I have a sort of self-deprecating charm. I'm fun. Wait, am I fun? And I was like, Ma, that thing in your thorax is getting bigger. Go to a doctor. That ginger essence stuff you've been putting on it isn't helping. You can't trust everything Dr. Boz says. And she was like, I'll go. Exactly. She said she would go to the doctor. I was so relieved. No, no, I mean, I mean, that's great. She clearly needs to get that looked at, but I'll go leaf boarding with you. Everything in Brambleton's body was telling him, shouting at him, to stop. How could he be saying yes to leaf boarding, of all things? You're gonna go leaf boarding, Delphine said, confused. Yes? Dude. Dude? Yup, Brambleton said. I'm, I'm so excited to go leaf boarding. Yay. And that is how Brambleton the Beetle found himself at a leaf boarding lesson a week later. Howdy, everyone! We at the Leaf Board Adventure Center offer you unforgettable experiences at unbeatable prices. Ah, oh, that line is always a mouthful. Keep telling them, gotta change that line. Change takes time, friends. Change takes time. Moving on, thank you for joining us for your complimentary leaf boarding lesson. The instructor handed Brambleton a leaf board. It was as long as he was, and it was thick and green, but definitely worn with age. It was a rental, and had clearly carried many a beetle over rapids and rocks on the river. Brambleton frowned as he peered at what looked like a small pinprick of a hole in the front end of the board. All right, everyone, it's time to get on our leaf boards. Just hop on there. Go ahead. All right. Oh, Brambleton, pop on your leaf board, buddy. We're going to start with some balancing practice. Just stand on your leaf board and lift two of your legs in the air. Brambleton struggled to lift two of his legs, but when he did, he toppled over and landed on his back on the ground. Not a good look for a beetle. Uh, little help? The instructor came over and helped Brambleton off his back. No worries, it happens all the time. Just get right back on. Towards the end of the lesson, Brambleton wasn't able to do much in the way of cool moves like the other beetles, but he was able to stay on his board without falling off. Brambleton was just starting to feel like he might do okay on this leafboarding excursion when the instructor shared one last bit of advice as everyone returned their leafboards to the pile. And everyone, don't worry. You are all going to be great out there. And remember, if you are truly struggling, just fly right off your leafboard. Come on back and we will retrieve the board at a later time. No worries. When the instructor said this, a small feeling of regret began to blossom in Brambleton's thorax. I shouldn't have said yes to this, Brambleton thought to himself. 
I could have said yes to anything else. Karaoke, or leaf tracing, or underwater basket weaving. Literally anything else. But no, I had to say yes to the one thing I really should not be doing. You see, Brambleton's wings had grown in too short. Most beetles, including Delphine and the rest of their family, could fly, but Brambleton could not. He'd never been able to get off the ground. Brambleton tried to swallow back his fear as he shuffled home after the lesson. The next day, Brambleton met Delphine and her friends on the riverbank, clutching his leaf board under two of his legs. He'd spent the whole night having nightmares about rapids and waves crashing over him. So in addition to being afraid, he was now exceptionally tired as well. Delphine could sense his unease. B, you're going to be fine. Just stick with me. I'll carry you home myself if I need to. Brambleton nodded and gave a weak smile. They all set their leaf boards on the water. Brambleton's rental board looked sturdy but dingy. Next to it, Delphine's custom leaf board positively gleamed in the sunlight. Delphine expertly hopped on her board, putting two legs up in the air for balance. Delphine's friends, Lexi and Paolo, followed suit. Brambleton belly flopped onto his leaf board. Once he steadied himself, he carefully lifted two of his legs about a millimeter off the board. Dude, look at you. You got this, Delphine encouraged. Lexi and Paolo whooshed down the river, whooping and hollering as they caught some righteous river waves in the wake of a canoe. Delphine gamely stayed behind with Brambleton, coaxing him along as they slowly followed the current. You can go on ahead without me, Brambleton said, embarrassed. I'll be fine. I'll just, you know, if I get lost, maybe I'll get taken in by a society of water bugs. <laughs> no big deal. Nah, it's cool. I'm not going to leave you. Just remember, the most important thing about leaf boarding is... Suddenly, an enormous duck plowed right between Brambleton and Delphine. The duck started snapping at Brambleton, knocking his leaf board with its beak. Brambleton shrieked and clutched himself to his leaf board and looked around wildly for Delphine, but the duck was blocking his view. As he was tossed around in the water, Brambleton worked hard to stay upright on his leaf board. If he got flipped on his back, he might get stuck. Brambleton knew of a beetle who was stuck in his back. He only turned over when a strong gust of wind came along. Unfortunately, the wind was coming from a vacuum. Let's just say a chill went through Brambleton's exoskeleton every time he felt a strong gust of wind. But at the moment, Brambleton put that out of his mind. After he had been sloshed around a while, the quacking receded, and Brambleton looked around to see where Delphine had ended up. But he couldn't see Delphine. In fact, he couldn't see any beetle. Brambleton gazed out at the broad expanse of the river. He was completely surrounded by water. Ah, uh, why did I let myself get talked into this? Why did I talk myself into this? I'm a land creature. 
I'm meant to be on land. As he lamented his fate, Brambleton and his leaf board were swept along with the current. The river had split in two, and the two parts were coming together. Brambleton saw a group of leaf boarders just ahead. The beetles were all joking and handling their boards like experts. A few of them had double leaf boards, carrying two beetles at once. Oh, how Brambleton wished he and Delphine had just rented a double leaf board. That way they'd still be together right now. Hey, beetle, one of the beetles shouted to Brambleton. How's it going? This beetle was a ladybug. Brambleton typically steered clear of ladybugs, as ladybugs tended to hold superior views of themselves. You may be beloved by humans, Brambleton thought unkindly, but you're as much a beetle as the rest of us. But in this moment, Brambleton couldn't be picky about who he befriended. He was desperate. Uh, going okay, just enjoying my last moments on Earth. Brambleton joked. The ladybug laughed. You're funny. Anybody ever tell you that? Been told I'm funny looking plenty of times. <laughs> I'm the youngest of 105, so... Hey, uh, you wouldn't happen to have run into a beetle about yay high goes by Delphine? Can't say we have. Hey, what's your name? The ladybug asked as he expertly maneuvered his leaf board next to Brambleton's. Brambleton. You don't say. I'm Brambleton, too. I go by Bram. Brambleton grinned as much as a beetle can, but sighed lightly to himself. He still couldn't believe his parents gave him the most popular name of the year for beetles. He could barely go anywhere without running into another Brambleton. It was madness. Look, Bram said, we're about to take a lunch break in the riverbank. Why don't you join us? Maybe your friend... Delphine, was it? Maybe she'll float by while we're eating. If not, we can get you home safely, not to imply that you need help or anything. No, I, I do. I do need help. This was a bad idea for a variety of reasons. All right, well, not convinced of that, but come join us. I'll introduce you to the gang. An hour later, Brambleton had the gang doubled over in laughter, regaling them with his best stories. Brambleton, dude, you're hilarious! Mm, yes, hilarious and flightless, Brambleton said. Just then, Delphine's leaf board came into view. Delphine was laying on it, exhausted. She leapt up when she saw Brambleton on the riverbank. Brambleton! Delphine exclaimed. That's Delphine, guys. That's my cousin. Delphine floated over and jumped off her leaf board when she hit land. Oh my gosh, I am so glad to be off that thing. Brambleton, I was so worried about you. Me? Look at you, Brambleton observed. Delphine was caked with mud. Her antennae were flecked with sand from the riverbed. She looked disheveled. Uh, yeah, after that duck came along, I got swept up in some gnarly rapids. It was not pretty. Wasn't sure if I'd make it out. But you did. Brambleton said, sighing with relief. Yeah, and so did you. Well, yeah, but only because these guys helped me, Brambleton said, gesturing a leg at his new friends. Bram and the others gave Delphine some food, and when the sun started slipping from the sky, 
they all banded together and leaf-boarded back to the adventure center. Brambleton was still very slow, and Delphine hung back with him. She was quiet for some time. Brambleton, Delphine finally said, as Brambleton returned his rental board, I just wanted to say I'm real sorry I abandoned you today. That was totally uncool of me. It wasn't your fault, Delphine. It's really... Brambleton was going to say it was really no big deal, but it had been kind of a big deal. So he stopped himself. It's okay, Delphine. I think I just need to know myself better. I'm not really the beetle you want me to be. An adventurous beetle. Let's face it, that's just not me. I do want to say yes to more things, but maybe not to things like leaf boarding. No, Brambleton, Delphine said. This is all my fault. I didn't expect you to be adventurous. No offense or anything. And I don't really want you to be. I just wanted you to come out today and be yourself. Like, show off your sparkling personality and self-deprecating charm, you know? Oh. Yeah, I keep telling my friends, you gotta meet my cousin Brambleton T. Sorry, I gotta say the T because there's already a Brambleton Z in our group. Of course there is, Brambleton muttered. Yeah, I'm like, guys, you gotta meet him. He's super funny and has like an unconventional take on the ordinary. Oh, I'm not sure your friends got a sense of my personality at all. I was too busy struggling to stay upright to be charming. We've all been there, Delphine said. The first time I went leafboarding, I got totally busted by this series of rapids, like worse than I did today. The guys had to airlift me out of there because I was too wiped out to fly. Wow. Brambleton was quiet for a moment. I'd like to get to know your friends, he said. Super! Next week, we're going to hike Wizard's Peak, and the week after that, we're going to a trapeze camp, and later this month, we're going to a hot yoga retreat, so if you want to join us, um, Delphine. Oh, right. Something less extreme? How about brunch? Brunch? Okay. And maybe afterwards we can... Let's just start with brunch, Brambleton said. Okay, Delphine smiled. I'm in. Hey, Delphine, that duck interrupted you when you were about to tell me the most important thing to remember about leafboarding. What is it? Oh, Delphine laughed. The most important thing is to watch out for ducks. Get this. Daria is still here, my friends. And not only is she still here, but I think she actually liked the story. I even saw her jump a little when the duck came along. So, Daria, what do you think? Did you like the story? Okay, she's not saying yes, but she's not frowning. She looks kind of like, well, like she's about to, uh, yeah, she just burped. I'm just going to go ahead and round that up to a yes, guys. I think she liked it. I really hope all of you liked the story, too. Special thanks go out to Matthew the Moth. Last night, as I was working on one of my book illustrations, Matthew fluttered over and landed right on my window. 
Matthew was a great distraction because right at that moment, I was having a very hard time finishing my drawing. Well, as you may imagine, moths have very tiny little legs, but I am fairly certain he waved to me. And then the craziest thing happened. I was looking at Matthew and the moon, and then Matthew pointed his little leg up, and just at that second, I saw a shooting star. For real. Shooting stars are so cool. It was a perfect little pick-me-up to get me back to my work, and I was able to finish my drawing in no time. Thanks, Matthew. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. If you guys are enjoying the show, please make sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode, and take a moment and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everyone who has already left a review. They really help make the podcast more visible so that more parents can find the show for their kids. I also want to thank everyone who has shared the podcast with friends. That has been a huge help in just getting the word out that the show exists. And I just so appreciate it. Do not miss out on having your tiny people's names appear in the upcoming picture book. Go to www.littlestoriestinypeople.com and sign up for the email newsletter to be included. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story to share. Quack, quack. <laughs> the horse said that.